Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare chested. Somebody stop Look that out, man. Here comes the... Until you play in the NFL, what's longer, a half or five-eighths? Or... But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Honey, I Covered the Spread. I am your host, C-Mac. On the other side, as always, is Foley. Foley, how are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. First losing week of the year. So uh, tough pill to swallow. We'll, we'll get into that Patriots game. Uh, wish we talked after the fact. We got to start getting some live reactions to some of these things because I have had some some time to decompress and cool down a little bit. But uh, I'll tell you one thing, watching that uh, C.D. Lamb touchdown in overtime, didn't even react, which is what makes it worse. You know, I think there's levels of like disaster and trauma. And I think the no reaction at all honestly means you're feeling worse than when you start freaking out. Would you agree with that? Yes, I think (laughs) there's a certain when when you're watching the game with somebody and there's no reaction, you just know that they're down so bad that like they can't even muster the energy to react one way or the other. Just the the death stare, just blank face, just staring. And what I did, what, what annoys me the most out of all of it is I let it affect what I did with that Sunday night game because I liked the Seahawks and I didn't touch it because I was just so distraught. Um, so I was annoyed that I, I let that happen, but, uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll get into it. But you had a winning week. Uh, we'll, we'll recap right here. That's just, that's just important. As long as one of us wins, I think we'll, we'll be happy here. But uh, you went four and three, uh, 1.4 units positive. And I went three and three with, uh, I lost 2.8 units. So on the year now, you are sitting at 49%, but five units up. And I am sitting at 61%, 32 units up. So, that's not bad. No, 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 no. Can't complain. Can't complain. I mean, you know how it is, though. It, it really felt like that one. It was not was it, you, bad beat, right? Would you say? Oh, my God, yeah. Beat? Yeah. It, Dude, it, anytime – I think under the circumstances, anytime you have a team over a field goal and they get the ball mm-hmm. first in overtime, I feel like that's a bad beat. And then just to make matters worse, they were pretty much already in field goal range. And, oh, I yeah. mean, it, yeah, that was bad. All they needed – like – all the Cowboys needed was probably just a first down, and then they would have just kicked the field goal. Yeah, but instead, yeah. it's like zero cover zero, and just let CD Lamb fucking run a crossing route. I mean, ugh. The the thing that honestly hurts more was not even the fact that they scored a touchdown in overtime, needing the field goal, but it was how they managed to go to overtime. Yeah, with hats up one with two minutes left. Mac Jones throws off. First of all. Mac Jones with the horrible pass. Who was that two again? Was that Jacoby or was that uh, Bourne that led to the pick six? Do you know? I think it was Bourne. Bourne. Uh, PFF graded that as a not as not a turnover worthy play. Is that crazy to you? Um, it hit his hands, but I mean, it was a horrible throw on a slant with the DB right behind him closing it. Yeah, but I can I don't know, I don't really know how to grade it, but I could kind of see how that wouldn't be. Um, just because the only reason he picked it was because it went off his hands and up. Right. It's still a bad throw. It was a bad throw. Whenever you throw a slant, yeah. High throws over the middle that are tipped by the receiver, I think, are turnover-worthy plays. Because that is like the – like, how many times does that ball hop up in the air and land into a safety's arms? Um, so Yeah, but he that, made a good throw that, to Aguilar. I think it was the drive earlier. And, I mean, Aguilar might have scored a fucking touchdown he dropped it. You do have to throw it high to get over the linebackers for the most part, but obviously not that high. Right. And so at that, cause at that point you're thinking they're running the ball. Worst case scenario is they punted away. Cowboys get into field goal range and they win by two. So I'm thinking I am so good. And then the pick six, which I, I'm in shock that it happened. I feel like I, I, that was more mind blowing than the overtime touchdown. The fact that they threw a pick six of all, of all plays to happen there. Like you said, even if it's just a pick, 
they're probably just running it down and kicking the field goal to, to throw a pick six. Then the next play is a, what is it, 80 yard touchdown? 75. And they, yeah. 75. And then, and then they convert the two. <laughs> I know. And then they convert the two point conversion. And I'm sitting there. I don't even know what to think because right at that point, you knew they're going to go to overtime. You, there was too much time on the clock. The Cowboys' offense is too good right now. It was like, fuck. Didn't want them to convert that. They do overtime. And then and the rest is history. I mean, to go along with the block punt, the first block punt under Belichick since 2015, it, it hurt so bad. My biggest bet of the year, just a disaster. Um, and of course, it's just the perfect storm because leading up to that week, we talked about how there have been no really bad beats for us so far this mm-hmm. year. Um, it was just too perfect. So hopefully, you know, have some good karma coming my way. But um, besides that, uh, you have any takeaways from the week? Week six? Jags, baby. Jags money. Yeah. Line. First win. First win, which, I mean, that was the right side the whole way. Yeah, that was uh, that was an ugly game. Um, the I, I still don't think the Chiefs are that good, dude. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they were getting their fucking shit kicked in the first half. Mahomes looks pretty bad. Mahomes got his fucking family saying that they should stop counting picks that hit Tyreek Hill's hands. Like, that's <laughs> how, how many down that your mom's tweeting that out to the NFL. <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't know that. That's really bad. His family sucks. How did such a likable guy come from such a shitty surrounding? I don't know. Even his, even his wife sucks. Oh, his wife's awful. You saw his brother dancing on Sean Taylor's number, right? Yeah. I mean, what? Do you, I expect nothing less from that kid at this point. Yeah. So I, you're right, though. It is weird how he, how you know, he is very likable, and his family's just fucking brutal. Yeah. Yeah. And but, it's unfortunately. Um, it feels like it's like it's just all trending downhill with him and that and that team right now. Yeah. the The other thing I think I would say is, uh, a team. Oh, the the Ravens are good. <laughs> the Ravens yes. are a yes. good team, man. That was a bit of a letdown spot after that. You know that huge Monday night comeback, and they just they just placed the flag in the ground and said, "You know what, Herbert, you're not that good yet." So I was very impressed with the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would say my biggest thing, honestly, is the Bengals might have the most likable team right now going in the league. How much fun are they to watch, dude? I don't even I, like. I was watching a little film on Burrow, uh-huh. and half of the throws he throws to Jamar Chase, like the DB is ahead of Chase when he throws it. And then obviously Chase catches it behind. I don't even really understand it, but it's it's beautiful <laughs> to watch. Yeah, it, it is a lot of fun. Even Mixon, who I, I feel like he at one point was – when Le'Veon was at the top of the league, remember they had that feud where he was like, you're trying to be me, and then Mixon was always talk. Yeah. Uh, it's got a it, – what, what a turn of events there. I mean, Mixon is unbelievable, even like after contact. Uh, and he looks very good. Like, you talked about Chase, uh, that one touchdown, the, the screen, or not the screen pass, but, you know, the play action where he was out in the flat. You see Chase running downfield, laying the block on the DB? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He stuck um, with that block. That was the dumbest, by the way, that was the dumbest fucking defensive alignment I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. It went, like, it went, like, <laughs> Ryan and I are watching it, dude. We're like, all right, they have nobody on the right side. Like, all you have to do is, like, run it there. And instead of running it, I mean, they just did that little um, flat route play action flat rat and I'm like there's no one over like there is no one over there and yeah. there was and yeah Jamar Chase just blocked the guy into the end zone from like the 15 yard line I mean that, that was yeah that was awesome very impressive there um but besides that uh I would say you know I, I liked what I saw from Tua even though they did lose he, he was he's primarily short to intermediate but I mean he's money on those out routes they were able to move the ball I thought uh left some points on the board but once he was playing without Fuller, Parker, and um, Preston Williams. So to, to do what he did with Waddle and Kaseki with no run game at all, I do think that's a positive we saw from him. Uh, what else did we see, really? The, um, the Bills-Titans, anything there from you? Bills-Titans, no, nothing really. I, we talked about on the pod, the line was too inflated. Uh, they were covering no matter what. But I will say they probably didn't des- – they deserved the win, but, you know, that QB sneak at the end. No one's talking about the play before. Did you see when Allen went airborne? I no, I, first. I did not. 
So he went airborne, and I don't think they showed a uh, a re- like a very good replay because they kind of hurried up to the line to run the fourth down play. I could have swore he had gotten the first. And, um, you know, they ran that QB sneak, and the right decision was going for it. Anyone who says not, it is just stupid. You always go for it, uh, especially with that offense. And it, it didn't work out. I haven't really broken down the um, – the play call they didn't did they run jump they, i didn't really know what they even ran it happened very fast and and i give them credit for that because you do want to run fast there's nothing worse than when you take your time getting up to the line and that jumbo package and it's like whoa i wonder what they're going to do here um yeah plus yeah just get to the line and snap it because you know those fucking boys up top just want to hit somebody they don't want a full start there so i i think they went fairly jumbo i don't think it was full jumbo but i mean he gets it if he doesn't slip so yeah yeah it's tough, man. Maybe when you have as good of a quarterback as him, who is as mobile and as big, maybe, you know, you don't go straight QB sneak under center. Maybe you kind of get him in the gun and let him kind of do a little, you know what I mean? Give him a couple options, but you know, they'll, they'll figure it out, man. Week six, they had that division, you know, they're in the driver's seat there. You don't want to show anything you got yet in those type of situations. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's whatever you, you take the loss, but um, easily could have won there. That Titans D is really banged up. We'll talk about that. But um, yeah, no, good week overall. Uh, Rogers still is uh, still owns the Bears. Uh, we got the Chargers Chargers regression that we talked about last week as well on the pod. That going for on fourth down is 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 great and the right move. But event you're not going to convert at the rate they were converting. And not from your own fucking 19 yard line. Yeah. No, and I think we learned that um. Might not we talk about a lot about the Wong teaser taking a small dog up through seven? I don't know if we want to do that too often with the Chargers because they're going to have some high volatile games where either they're they're winning games they shouldn't, but then the games they should probably lose like by a small margin. They're going to lose by big numbers because they are just going full Madden mode, and I kind of like it. I don't disagree with it. Me and you, even with other sports like soccer, where it's like who cares if you lose by fifty or one? It's a loss. So um, I do still like it. What about you? Yeah, and I, I I do like it. I I I was on. I did tease them um, off okay. the record there, so I wasn't happy about what transpired. But no, I do like it. I think that's the right way to play. Yeah, I agree. But um, I guess let's get on to this week. We'll we'll start with the Thursday night game tomorrow night. We have Case Keenum under center for the Brownies. They are hosting Denver. My where where is this number x my book is currently showing two but i i, I thought i saw a pick them at one point um i'm showing browns minus two with a total of 41 i don't have a line it's not on my book right now i'm assuming because baker's not mm-hmm. he's out for good like, like they ruled him out oh he's definitely out mm-hmm. oh so maybe okay so it's probably... kingdom season that's probably why um yeah i mean i is this <laughs> This is this is an ugly game here. Um, yeah. So it's at the Browns. Case Keenum, I can't believe he just keeps getting shots, dude. He just keeps going to teams that like very injury prone quarterbacks. Yep, yep. I don't think he's that much of a downgrade right now to Baker. The way Baker was playing with that torn labrum, I mean, he was fucking awful. Mm-hmm. It wow. is the right move to sit him at the very least, I would say. Yes, especially on a short week. I mean, I. If because I think the line with Baker was like five or something, right? Four and a half. I mean, if it's now three and a half, it was three, three and a half, and it's yep. it's yep. two now. Yep. Oh so man. And a half. But through three is a big, big, big number to go through. So, I yeah, that would I would I'm leaning Browns now then because I I really don't think that he's too much of a downgrade from Baker, and they still got Chubb still out, right? Yes. Oh, what Kareem is Kareem Hunt out? Shit. Kareem Kareem Hunt was on the IR, so they have Dearness um, Johnson at playing running back. Um, OBJ is questionable too, I believe. They have a ton of injuries. Um, All right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under here. Yeah, yeah. I, I was leaning first half under. It's at 20, which it's that's very low though. It's at the total's 41. You still like the under there? Yeah, I do. I don't think there's a lot of scoring in this game. I mean, I don't think the Broncos are that good still. Uh, Miles Garrett's still there. I mean, yeah, I think this this should be an ugly game on a short week, not division rivals or anything. I think it's – yeah, I mean, give me the under here. Okay, so let me write it down here. So you got the under 41. Um, 
I'm already having problems. The problem with these injury reports, like we've talked about so many times, is that they, they don't, if you're on the IR, you don't pop up on it, which I hate. I'd rather them list them as out. But, um, okay, so you're on the under Cleveland under 41. Two units? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I got nothing here. I, I would lean the first half under because I, I do agree. That's the only way I could play it. Uh, I do want to see what's happening with some of these other guys. Let me see if I can get a click Odell Beckham. I'll probably be on Odell Beckham props, right? It seems like um, his status is unknown. I I would um, I'll be on his prop. I'll, I'll tweet that out when I get the number. But I think I'm still a believer in him. I, I I take a peek every now and then at if he's creating separation, and he is. And it's kind of just the way this offense is run, where it's not designed for a guy like him. It's uh, you know, run base play action, but it's either short intermediate throws or just straight the the go route, and and that's not really him. Um, so I think with a guy like Keenum, you could see him, you know, just straight up rely and look for Odell, especially if he's one of the few healthy receivers. But uh, I'll be tweeting out a prop probably with him most likely. But other than that, I got nothing personally. Okay, okay. But anyway, we will move on. We will move on to Baltimore. The team you, with that hot take, is good. They are hosting the Cincy Bengals. They are laying six and a half currently with a total of 47. I will start here by saying that I definitely uh, lean the the Ravens here. Uh, as much as I like what I see from Cincy, I think this Baltimore team on offense is clicking, especially with through the throwing game, uh, the passing game, I should say. They um Moving the ball well, and on D, they're, start, they're starting to click. They got Jimmy Smith back, and ever since then, they seem to be gelling a lot better than they were beforehand. At home, it feels like one of those games where they lay the smack down, uh, similar to last week. Uh, leaning it right now, because I do want to see uh, some of the injury reports, and it looked like a lot of the money was coming in on Cincy early in the week, so I, the line might keep going down. You know, Chase right now on the other side, he could be offensive rookie of the year. He's got to be the front runner, right? I would, yeah, yep. I would think so. Uh, you know, Baltimore does have O-line issues, and I think D is playing well. However, their pass rush is not, so he should still have time, Lamar. You know, can he sit in the pocket and kind of uh, spread the ball around? I would I would like to think so. So I would lean uh, Baltimore right now, but not going to play it yet. Going to hope to get a better number. Yeah, I don't have much here. I It should be a good game. I'm, I'm interested to see how, how the Bengals do, but – it seems I almost this should be a good test of where since he's at. Yeah, um, I, I just don't know if they have that yet. So I'm staying away. I don't know if they have that yet. Yeah. It's going to be a, a test for the defense um, more specifically. I would say they, they've kind of had some, uh, an easy uh, schedule so far with that D. Uh, However, I like their I like their secondary. I like the way they're playing. Uh, a woozy um, guy, incredibly fast. Uh, just went up against him in Madden. Couldn't get my boy Corey Davis had shackles on him. But uh, beside that, yeah. I, also, it's since he's second straight road game. If you look into that at all, going to Baltimore, who's kind of cruising after that win against Chargers, maybe I, I can't think it's a letdown spot because it's a divisional game against a team that's playing well. So. I would lean Baltimore, but you know it's a lot of it's a lot of points. It's typically a game that you try to stay away from because it wouldn't be surprising if Cincy slid in that that number. But um, we'll keep moving on here. We got Green Bay hosting Washington. The spread is currently eight and a half, and the total is forty nine. Yeah, I don't have much here either. I would lean. I think I would lean the over in the Packers, but it's a bit. I just don't know how good that Packers defense still is. So I, it's a big number. I don't think, I mean, I think we were, I was at least completely wrong about the, the Washington football team this year. They stink out loud. The mm-hmm. defense is <laughs> putrid. Uh, so it's bad right now. I would lean, I might, I might sprinkle a little bit. Actually, I'll probably wind up teasing the Packers here. Mm-hmm. I like that. But that's probably it for me. Maybe the over if, if I see something. But yeah, I I, mean, I think both teams will move the ball. The Packers seem like they're they're getting pretty good offensively, and they're at home now against against a Washington football team. They can't get any pressure with that D line. Their secondary is not that good to start with. So 
I think Rodgers and that offense and Adams will just kind of have their way with them. It'll probably come down to if the football team can score enough, which I don't know if they can with Heineke still there. So, yeah, maybe the over, but I'll add the teaser uh, the teaser for the Packers. I'll find someone else. Yeah. So I, I took Washington earlier in the week at plus 10. Uh, not That number's not there anymore. So I'll probably pass at eight and a half. I, I honestly still like them at eight and a half. I, I think with the, the injuries to the two starting corners for Green Bay, uh, Fields was not able to expose that as much as he should have last week. Ken Heineke, I don't know. The one thing I noticed last week when looking into the numbers against Kansas City is Washington had a very conservative offense. And have to wonder, based on the, the, the players they have on paper on that defense and, and the reckless style Heineke was playing, has Rivera kind of been like, no more of this. We need to, you know, you got to start reeling it in a little bit. You're, we can't have you losing enough games and this defense having the field all the time. So as far as the over, I would like it at a glance, but after seeing that last week, I don't know if that's a, a strategic change on their end or if, um, you know, it just happened to play out that way. But I, I would agree with your teaser. I'll be teasing them down as well to two and a half. And then um, I think Bakhtiari is back too. What was that? I think uh, Bakhtiari is back for uh, Green Bay as well. Okay. I, think, I, I know their center left IR. the game. Center left the game last week as well. Um, something to keep note of. But I, I agree. I mean, Rodgers should be able to do whatever he wants against that secondary. Um but you know what? I would, I would actually lean to Washington, but I'll tease Green Bay, and I'm, I'm leaning Washington as of now. Hopefully that, that, line, that line's going to keep dropping. It, it, should, it should be at seven, I think, personally, um, maybe seven and a half. But at this point, at eight and a half, I'm not seeing much of an edge there. So I'll, um, I'll tease down Green Bay with you. But we'll keep moving. We have Tennessee hosting Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City's second straight game on the road. And right now, Kansas City is laying five and a half with a total of 57 and a half. I'll start here. When you look at this game, you got you think straight up, how the hell is that Tennessee D going to stop Kansas City's offense? Not only were they bad to begin with, but now they're even more decimated with injuries. Guys are walking, limping off the field left and right last week on Monday Night Football. I think Mahomes should be able to do whatever the hell he wants on that D. Now, on the other side, you think this is the worst deep rush defense in the league with um, Kansas City. You know, how are they going to stop Derrick Henry? We just saw them cover a, cover a six-point spread against Bills, who are better than Kansas City right now. However, I just think the way this game plays out, I think Kansas City gets ahead early, and that kind of limits what Henry is going to be asked to do. Only one healthy receiver in A.J. Brown, and even he doesn't look completely right right now. I think, you know, there's not much to you – know, it doesn't make sense with the numbers. The spread is where it should be at five and a half, but this just feels like one of those games where, to me, Kansas City is going to expose that D, get ahead early, kind of take away the Henry effect. And um, Tennessee didn't slow down the Bills last week. It was more so Tennessee was able to keep up on offense. I don't think they could do it back-to-back weeks. I still don't like what I'm seeing from the play calling and anything they're doing there. So I'm going to lay the points here at Kansas City. Yeah, I don't hate that. I'm staying away from this game um, right now. But I I agree with you. I I mean, having the Bills and the Chiefs back-to-back weeks, I mean, from a defensive (laughs) standpoint, that that is not what you're looking for. And there's got to be so much game planning right now that it's going to be tough for them to stop that Chiefs, that Chiefs offense. So I like that. Moving right along, we have – this is a big game here between me and you. we got Miami hosting Atlanta. Atlanta's coming off a bye. Miami traveling home from London. Miami is currently catching two and a half. There's a total of 47 and a half. I will let you start off. Give me the Falcons. Lord, forgive me, but it is time to go back <laughs> to the old me. I'm taking the Falcons here. I love the Falcons. Give me two units on them. Anytime you get a team coming off a fucking bye and another team coming back from London, you take that team coming off the bye. I don't care who the fuck it is. I don't care if it's Bama against fucking Miami. You take that team. Jet lag is real. I mean, I can't believe they don't have a bye after a London game. They haven't been the first team since they started this thing to not have a bye after that. I just can't see them like. I mean, they, they, they probably lost a full day 
of, of, of game plan and practicing. I don't really know how that works, but Falcons coming off two weeks. I mean, they look good against the Jets. That offense was humming. I know it's the Jets, but Dolphins defense is not that much better. And they just look up 23 to the Jags. So give me the Falcons here. Give me Matty Ice, a, a well-rested, well-prepared team against kind of the scrambling Dolphins team right now. Already. So here's where I'm at. And I'll ask you. Atlanta is currently on the road lane two and a half against Miami. So what we always talk about, let's do the whole game of what, what would the spread be if they were home? Um, how many points would you say differential between the two sides? Miami can't have much of a home field. I wouldn't think in Atlanta, I don't think much either. So let's call it three points, a, a point and a half each way um, to be conservative. Uh, so you're saying that if Atlanta was home, the spread would be five, minus five and a half. Now that to me means that your reasoning behind the travel is already factored into this line. Atlanta should not be on the road laying the points, and that's fine. It's already factored in there. So it's like, okay, let's look deeper into this. Miami requested to not have a buy after London, right? And so you would think, why would they do that? They, they didn't want it to be etched in stone. This is their buy. And they traveled to London last year under Flores, I believe, um, or two years ago. Under Flores, they have traveled to London. And that to me means they flew back from London and they made a decision that we do not need flying home from London. We do not need that, that buy there. Look deeper into it. And a lot of the media members now, obviously it's not the same and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to try to compare them to football players, but for whatever reason, and I'm not going to act like I know what I'm talking about here, but traveling East is 25 times harder than traveling West. Um, do you have anything on that? Uh, that's what I'm, I'm hearing that I guess with the jet stream, whatever the hell it is, that the when you the jet stream goes west. No, no, it goes east. Right? Goes east, right? So I think. No, 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 no. I think you're right. It goes west. It goes west. Yeah. So coming back is not that. Yeah. It goes a lot quicker. It, one of the right. ways you goes a lot quicker. I, I flew out right, right. the west coast. It's coming back. It's coming ago. back. It's coming back. So basically, what they were saying is traveling to London is a bitch, but traveling home is not bad, and that's what. Media members are saying from the guys who are traveling back and forth from London. And it seems like based on when they made the travel last time, they Miami, the, the organization as a whole, agrees with this enough to say, we don't want the buy. So now I'm thinking, okay, this line, even if there should be factored into it a little bit, I don't, I think it's overblown right now with how big of a factor it's going to play. With that being said, these corners for Miami, the, the, the Byron Jones and Xavier Howard being out last week, that uh, Noah, the kid from Auburn that they drafted last year, um, I'm not going to attempt his last, his last name. He was pushed into a starting role, and my God, is he not ready for it. He was exposed. He has not shown one good thing so far since being drafted. So I'm not – I would – you know, if they just had healthy corners, I would dive into this and take Miami big here. But because of that, I need to see if at least Byron Jones will play. Um, but like I said, I like what I saw from Tua. This Atlanta D is not – anything to write home about. He should be able to move the ball. Uh, hopefully gets a couple more receivers back. So I am leaning Miami here. I want to see the injury report come Sunday, but uh, ultimately I, I, I would lean Miami here. Now um, we'll see. Uh, this might be a little bit of a crossfire here, but like I said, I need to see a couple, a few of the guys come back at least. Cause like I said, Miami is spiraling to a degree. And um, I just don't, I don't think Atlanta will be as desperate as we, that was a desperate Jacksonville team. Would you agree with that in London? Yeah. I, I guess as desperate as you could be. Would agree. As the Jaguars. Yeah. But so still come back. We'll see. There's we'll blowing a lot I, of smoke um, right now. That's all this is. Yeah. There, there is there. This narrative is very popular right now. And whenever there's a narrative like that, I do like to try to find holes in it. And I do think there are holes. Unfortunately, flat out on paper, narrative aside, if this was just a straight up Miami game, both teams off a bye, you know, I, I, I still can't say Miami's winning that game, which is why I'm not too quick to jump on this. Um, but we'll see. If that thing jumped to three, though, my Lord, I'll, I'm going to unload the house on it. Uh, hopefully it does. I can't see it, but we'll see there. Maybe Sunday with everyone waking up and it all, people might not even realize it yet. It's only Wednesday. So we'll see. But um, so you're on, you're on Atlanta and I am leaning Miami Bay. Just give me one of those corners back, man. And, and I'll, we'll have a little crossfire there. I'll fucking give you one of those corners. You're still going to win. 
<laughs> I'll give you an extra day of preparation. Um, <laughs> but uh, we got three more games here before our next guest. Uh, we got Tampa hosting Chicago. Tampa coming off uh, Thursday night football, so extended preparation here. The spread is a big one here. We got Tampa is laying 12 and a half with a total of 47. I'll start with this one here. You know, it's an inflated line. There's no doubt about it. However, I'm not rushing to bet Tampa. Um, or I'm sorry, but rushing to bet Chicago. You know, the D does look to be playing well as of late. I did like what I saw against Aaron Rodgers. They got after him. Uh, Robert Quinn looks great this year. He had a big letdown last year, but uh, he looks fantastic. He, he is nonstop getting after the QB, and you have to, you have to prepare for him. However, you know, that, that Tampa offensive line, they're as steady as it comes. They do it all on offense. Uh, even like the advanced metrics when they're running the ball are showing good things this year, which is surprising. So um, it'll be interesting. I would like to think they play conservative. They're not going to want Tom dropping back a ton. This is not the game, you know, you go crazy with 50 dropbacks. You're going to play conservative, get the ball out quick, run the ball, which makes me lean the dog, especially with those Tampa DB injuries. However, we saw last week that Fields, he just, you can't rely on him to take advantage of it. So um, I'm going to pass. Yeah, I'm going to stay away as well. Um, my main thing is what you just said. Yeah, the secondary is pretty bad for Tampa, but I'm not trusting Justin Fields to be able to pick them apart. I don't think he has it in him just yet. Right. So yeah, it's going to go either away. way. It's a big number. What? It can go either way, and I wonder, yeah. there might be a game, all these big spreads, you might have an opportunity at a live line, right? Like, Tampa scores first, and all of a sudden, you know, Bears are plus 17 and a half. Uh, very easy for a team to slide in that back door um, with, with, with the secondary Tampa's rolling out there. And, you know, you would think they want to chew clock here, man. They just want to get the win and get out of there. With a team like Chicago with a physical D, you don't want, you don't want this high-powered offense really exposed too much there. Um, so keep an eye on that. But to your point, I think you'll know early on what kind of fields you're going to get, man, because he's he's either going to be the OSU fields or he's going to be the rookie field who is just making crazy decisions and bad throws. But um, keep an eye on live lines there, if anything, I would say. Yeah. Um, moving on, even grosser game. We've got Arizona hosting Houston. Houston's second straight road game. Uh, Mills went back to the Mills of old last week. And uh, they're currently catching 17 and a half with a total of 47 and a half. I genuinely have nothing here. What about you? I, I got nothing here. Yeah. Too, I mean, I, I, you couldn't pay me to bet this game. You couldn't free roll me a bet with this game. Um, we'll move on quick here. The last game for the guests, we got San Fran off a of bye hosting Indy. This is Sunday Night Football here. San Fran is currently laying – I'm showing four. It's opened at three and a half, I think, too. Um, Lane four with a total of 44. They were expecting really bad weather early in the week, and the total dropped from 46 to 43. It looks like it's not going to be as bad, so now it's shooting back up. We're at 44 and a half. Um, I'll let you start here. You got anything? Yeah, I'm leaning the Niners. I think Shanahan off a of bye week is dangerous. Jimmy G's back. Mm -hmm. so that is he back? Is yeah. He back? He's, yeah, he's confirmed. Okay. Um, Colts. Defense is decent, but their pass their pass defense is struggling a little bit. So I do think that Shanahan will be able to exploit that with Jimmy G now instead of Lance. Mm -hmm. So I do like the Niners. That, that that number that makes sense. That number now because I was looking at, it, I was like, that seems a little low. Um, so leaning the over as well, but uh, I do like the Niners. I might take the Niners. I don't know yet. I like the Niners yeah. a lot here. I. Colts coming in prime time to San Fran, Shanahan two weeks. I, I like I, it's a hard spot to pass that up for, uh, under Shanahan. Yeah, I, I lean the same way as you. I, I lean Niners here for the same reasons you said. I think uh, if there's one way to attack this Colts D, it's through the air. And, you know, it's kind of been what San Fran's been kind of doing this year because of all their injuries, the cluster injuries to the running back. Uh, Jimmy G back, so that gives him a big advantage compared to Lance when it comes to you know the passing game. I would say so. I, I'm I'm leaning that way as well. I, I'll probably end up on that with you. It, um, not not official for you yet, right? No, not yet. I gotta yeah. think about it a little bit more. Talk myself out of it or into it. Indy currently has the best rush defense in the league. Is that more opponent based or is that just is that legit? I know Darius Leonard's goddamn man possessed out there let me check their schedule quick because that's interesting both in dvoa and epa so that's no uh really that's just flat out the, that's just flat out the best run day 
They played Texans, which nothing great. They played the Ravens, which honestly nothing great with that run game right now. Dolphins, nothing great. Titans, though, um, and Rams. So um, we'll see. It'll 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 be interesting. Um, but I agree with you. You know, it, although Indy does, Wentz is looking a little bit better than than we thought last couple he has. Years, I would say. For sure, he has. They played well against the Texans last week, but I still just still not sold on Wentz. I, I, I do like Frank Wright. You know, he's a good coach. He's been a good coach mm-hmm. for a while now. It's it's more it's more thinking the Niners are going to wake up a little bit off this bye week because you know they've been pretty bad this season so far for a team that probably had Super Bowl aspirations. I mean, they got to get it going here. So I think it's I think it's a good spot for the Niners here at home to to kind of get it going here yeah i I agree with you also did you see jim ursay's tweet i did not let me pull this up real quick um get bj on line one here yeah i don't know where he is let me find it he's not answering (laughs) let me see this where is this tweet um god he had a hell of a tweet he is something else yeah he tweets a lot more than i thought jesus i thought i was gonna find this tweet easily he's going crazy on there uh, let me find this. Let me find this. Let me find this. It was very funny to me. Is he the, he's is he their owner or the GM? I always forget. I don't I don't know that either. Here we go. Here we go. Here it is. <laughs> We're gonna have to tweet this out from the account. He tweeted uh, October twelfth, so that was Tuesday of last week. Yeah. Um, at six seventeen, he goes, Colts Nation, don't you worry. We're going to get the horseshoe at least two Lombardies this decade. As sure as the sun rises and the seasons change, it's coming. With a football emoji, with the, the muscle, the flexing emoji. Don't you ever doubt that, all caps, ever, exclamation point. You will see greatness, football emoji. Believe and you will see. Football emoji, oh, shit. flexing emoji, Hello? praying emoji. Um, and that then is Jim Mercy <laughs> on line one. Um, what what an absurd what an absurd tweet on a Tuesday night. How how many characters was he allowed there? Yeah, I don't know. They must have expanded it. But all his tweets typically get around like a few hundred likes. This one had five k, so he went. By, you know, he, he was sitting there like, "Oh, I'm going viral." He's got he's got his finger on the pulse of the people. Yeah, um, weird organization because it seems like they do all the right things. It's just they're kind of in like QB limbo where. Uh, it's impressive they stay competitive with the, the carousel they've been doing. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. You know, it's a scary tweet to go, go against a guy tweeting out things like that. Um, a little bit scary. But, uh, Speaking of, of, of guys who are very good with words, that brings us to our next guest here on Honey, I Covered the Spread. He is joining us live from the Longhorn State. Hopefully he's not too underwater. It is Brandon Rested Jones. How we doing? Good. I'm good. How are you? What's going on, guys? Spectacular. What is the what is the Longhorn State? Texas? Texas. You're in Texas. I am. Well, I'm in Atlantis right now, but I was in Texas yesterday. Oh, nice, nice. Um I don't know if you remember this, BJ, but actually, uh junior year of high school, me and you made a wager. Jets were playing the Raiders. We were at a uh, house party and um, we, I think we bet like, it wasn't much, maybe like 10 bucks. But at the time, junior year of high school, 10 bucks was a big deal. And uh, yeah, I, w- I was, it, I think I was more into like gambling and spreads at that point than you were. So like Jets were favored C-Mac and me and him were talking and he, he's a Raiders fan, obviously. And he's like, Raiders are winning. I'm like, let's put money on it. And we did just straight up 10 bucks each way. And I thought I like made out like a bandit. I was like, oh, this guy doesn't, doesn't even know Jets are favorites. Raiders <laughs> spanked him. Raiders absolutely spanked him. <laughs> so first day on Monday, BJ sitting, remember C-Mac uh, at high school, that fucking window, all like caustic and all them would sit at? Yeah. Yeah. BJ sitting there and I had to walk <laughs> up and give, give him $10. <laughs> everyone. I gave him the collect. I just went to my first period class, just started tweeting mad shit about him. <laughs> oh my god! Was that the one where Janikowski hit like a sixty-four yard field goal to break? Yeah, yeah. I, I think there was it was something. I feel like the Jets could never win in in Oakland, even when the Raiders were horrible. I think um, that was in MetLife. I'm pretty sure. Was it? it yeah, been. I think so. Yeah, I'm telling you, the Jet, the Jets. I mean, the Raiders had the Jets' numbers. 
number for a couple of years. I mean, what, yeah. they lost last year, right? Oh no, two years ago. I remember because I was in China and I got woken up to a fucking text message at like <laughs> 5 a.m. that uh, C-Mac was sending me talking about how the Jets smoked the Raiders. But yeah, that was two years ago. That's because I was I was behind enemy lines at that point. I couldn't share on my team. Yeah, who um who doesn't have the Jets number? It's a real question. Um, but all right. So anyway, we got we got five picks coming up here. We have not spoken about the games that you have bets on out of just res- pure respect on our end. Thank um, you. So we'll start off here. We got the Giants hosting the Panthers. The Giants are currently catching three at home, and we have a total of 43 we will let brandon rest jones start us off here yeah i'm gonna go ahead and take the uh no 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 you didn't lose me you didn't lose me i'm gonna go ahead and take the panthers minus three here i think that's an easy number for the panthers to cover especially versus the uh the g-men who i mean i'm not i don't really watch too much uh new york football teams i if, if the jets or the giants are on i tend to just not watch the game but um from the highlights that I've seen, uh, the G-Men are not looking too great this year. And uh, everybody's on the Darnold bandwagon for the first three or four weeks. So I'm going to stick with them. T-Mac, you got anything? Um, not really. They, I think, I mean, this is going to be a fucking ugly game too. The, both these teams stink. Darnold is regressing faster than I think most people would have thought. I mean, he... He was at one point last week against the Vikings. I think he was 15 for 38. And if he didn't have all, I mean, he did lead them on a game scoring drive at the end, but like, holy shit. Like, that's bad. Yeah, I've never been a big, I've never been a big Darnold fan, honestly. I think everybody just like blew smoke up his ass for the couple of years that he's in the Jets, just saying that he was in a shitty organization. And then he, of course, he goes, which, which was the, true. Uh, which was okay. True. Yeah. But that doesn't make him good just because he's on a bad team. That's you know, fair he, as well. And so he goes to the Panthers. He has three good weeks against not great opposition. And uh, all the Jets fans in particular want to talk about how great he is, but I mean, <laughs> you know, keep, keep sucking. We have your first round pick. Second round, sorry. Second. Um, yeah, I, I'm so I'm on the under here. I got to figure it out from doing so for the contest. It, it's full game, so I'll, I'll do. I'm gonna be on the first half under, but also I guess. Fuck, how am I gonna do this? You, you can do first half under for the. Okay, contest. I'll be on the first half under. I just for unders, I try to avoid that late game fucking shenanigans. Um, first, first half under here, uh, Matt, Matt rule said after last week, it's time to start running the ball. <laughs> he, whenever you hear a coach say that it's an auto under bet for me, yep. he, um, he was like, we can't have Sam dropping back 50 times a game acting like, you know, I think he's starting to realize, fuck, maybe this guy wasn't worth a second round pick. They're going to be conservative. They still don't have McCaffrey, uh, offense has, is, has not looked good for a few weeks now. Now, um, Tell you one thing, there was, if there was one defense to go up against to get right, it's the Giants. Their defense, I don't know what happened from last year to this year, but my Lord, they are horrible. Bradbury lost his, whatever talent he had. Um, it's not looking good there. And then on the opposite side of the ball, they have so many injuries, just cluster injuries to receiver and, and now um, no Barkley. So I can't imagine they do anything on the opposite side of the ball. If anything, maybe, you know, this could be a big turnover game, though. We always talk about those, those unders where it's got to uh, be. Yeah, where you got a couple of pick sixes, short fields with Dimes and Darnold. I mean, that's turnover central there. So I'm going to go under. Only way I lose, I think, is with those um, those type of shenanigans happening. But I'll be on under here. And uh, DJ, you're on the minus three. So let me write yeah, minus three. Here. I think that's an easy cover. Let me tee you guys off for the next one before I write these down. So next we got uh, the other New York team. We got the Pats hosting the Jets. Jets coming off a bye week. New England is currently laying Seven. It looks like it's hitting seven and a half in some places, but uh, we got seven still most, uh, mostly, but a total of 43. We'll start with you, C-Mac, here. If I were a betting man, I'd probably be on the Patriots here, but, well, I am a betting man. If, <laughs> if I wasn't a Jet fan, I think I'd be on the Patriots here. It's just, ugh. I mean, the Patriots are owned for in Foxborough. Like, that's insane. That is yeah, insanity. That is yeah, did Brady even have four losses in like ten years? <laughs> in twenty years? <laughs> yeah, twenty years. 
That's actually, I, mean, I wonder how many, I wonder how many losses he had at Foxborough. It's actually, there's got to be single digits. I mean, it yeah. could, it, before the season, I said through six weeks, Tom Brady has more wins in Foxborough than the Patriots do. I mean, would you believe me? Probably oh. not. But I, I mean, it's not going to go to over five against the Jets, right? I know they're coming off a bye. I think Marcus May is back. I, I, I would leave the under here because the Jets' offense is putrid. Belichick loves rookie quarterbacks. Wow. And the, the Patriots do not have, by any means, an explosive offense. They take time off the clock. They're kind of coddling Mac Jones a little bit. So I'm leaning under here, but I don't I – don't, you know what? Add the under for me. I'll take the under here. Okay. Um, gotcha. So seven. Also, um, I'm going to add this to the teaser with Green Bay. Yeah, that's, yeah that makes sense. Um, what do you got, BJ? I'm going to go ahead and take the over. Actually, counter to what uh, C-Mac's saying. Oh, all uh, right. Two, 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 rookie quarterback, two, two rookie quarterbacks, like C-Mac said, Belichick loves to pick apart rookie QBs. Um, and they're not going to go in five in Foxborough, like you guys said. So I think it's going to be a statement. I mean, not as much of a statement win as you could get over the Jets. And uh, I think it's going to be a lot of turnovers, which uh, hopefully, you know, a lot of times leads to points. So two rookie quarterbacks duking it out uh, against, I mean, the Jets defense is pretty good too. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, maybe we'll, uh, I, if I are can, you, are you talking yourself into the under? This is what it sounds like. <laughs> I'm trying to figure I mean, I'll tell you what, I kind of just free balled half these picks today, but I'm going to go <laughs> ahead, just because you took, just because you took the under, I'm going to go ahead and take yeah. the over. You think I misread, so, I misread my handwriting. I'm actually on the under. <laughs> <laughs> No, All five picks, he's just fading me. It's not a bad, yeah, it's not yeah. a bad move, quite frankly. No. Um, yeah, I got nothing here. I mean, the Jets have the worst offense in the league. Um, and it's, it's, I think, by far at this point. Uh, yeah, but, Jackson, but also, 28th in red zone percentage. And New England's 30th. Jesus. Fair. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know what to expect here. It feels like this is an easy win for New England. So I'm just going to tease him down, keep it simple. I would – probably lean under but uh yeah I, i'm just gonna tease it down we'll say jason jackson's like slowly become one is he a top five corner top 10 corner we'll see after this week i'm sure it'll be the top one <laughs> cool all right so i'm just um, praying for a defensive touchdowns honestly hey it's not a, a lot of three and outs that's good for an over so uh you, you, you're going to need like a 42 to three password. But uh, we'll like I'm wearing my cross. In my defense, God, uh, God is on my side now that I started wearing my cross today after the four weeks that I've had in Texas have been mm. absolutely abysmal. So mm. I've decided to take the initiative and start wearing my cross. So mm. yeah, everything big, that. maybe you everything to try in Texas. for uh, to appease Poseidon with all that water running through your house right now. I need the big man to, to make an appearance as Fox Brothers this weekend. <laughs> Let's move on. We got the Rams hosting the Lions. They're laying 15 and a half, uh, total of 50 and a half. What's, I guess I'll start here. Um, this is just another ugly game. I really don't know what to expect here. Spread wise, I, this is another game where I think live live Lions, you know, Rams score first. And next thing you know, you're catching over three touchdowns with a team in Detroit that, you know, after one week, I'm not about to write them off as a team that doesn't play hard. I think just that they, uh, that was their first real stinker of the year. Um, I would look Detroit live here. And as far as the total, I would probably lean to the over. Um, looks like McVay's trying to flex his muscles this year with uh, Stafford at QB. Stafford also kind of in, in talks about MVP, so you got to think they want to they want to keep putting up numbers for him. And on the other side of the ball, I'm I'm not totally sold on this Rams D yet. They they are one of the better units, but um, I would expect a little bit of a bounce back performance from Detroit. One thing I do want to point out: there was a fourth down play, and this is blows my mind. Fourth down play where Goff threw the ball out of bounds, threw it away, and after the game, Campbell uh, is that his name? Is that the coach's name? Yeah, Dan Campbell. He um he started ripping on golf a little bit, which I don't know if that that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know if it's motivating or not, but he was pretty much like, yeah, we're gonna need a little bit better play from the QB. And 
I don't blame him. Anytime a quarterback makes a play like that, I think it's like auto like bench the guy. He's clearly not going to ever turn into anything. You can't fourth and down, fourth down. You, you cannot be throwing the ball out of bounds 30 yards just to throw it away and then jog off the field. It blows my mind. But um, BJ, what do you got here? Uh, I'm with you on the over. If uh, that's what you took. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it's a, re- a revenge match for both QBs. So uh, they're trying to, tell each other's the opposite organizations uh, that they made a mistake. And uh, I mean, the Rams are just kicking ass, honestly, like you said, with Stafford uh, and the MVP discussion for sure. Um, I think, I think 50, I think it's 50 and a half. If that's the number. Uh, we, you, you're taking me over so we can give you, uh, where is this total? 50, I can give you 50, but. Yeah. All right. So I'm, I'm over, I'm over on 50 for the, uh, the over in this game. T-Mac, what do you got? I am on the Lions, boys. Two weeks in a row. There's not going to be two straight stinkers because, holy shit, were they bad against the Bengals last week. Jared Goff revenge game. Does he have an in him? I hope so. I think he's got something in there. I think Detroit's going to be playing a little hard. You know, going against Stafford, they're finally able to hit him that defense. They know what he likes to do. Sure, McVay is going to want to. I, how much is McVay going to really want to rub this into Jared Goff after everything he said in the offseason? Like, oh my God, like now we can actually contend for a Super Bowl. It's just, um, let me just play on the human emotion of this. I think Goff gets it done. That's such a big number that I am just pre- I mean, the Lions have had so many close games besides last week that I think they'll get back to it. And I'm just, I'm throwing all the chips on the table for Jared Goff to keep it within two scores against his, his former team and coach. BJ? That's good for the over, so I hope you're right. All right, you were talking about this one. Um, all right, so C-Max, so far I have four bets written down. You are on two unders of 42 points or less, Atlanta laying the points, and Detroit Lions plus 16. That is a hell of a card. So I am trying time. something completely different this year. Yeah, you're going to – you might be better off scheduling some plans on Sunday so you don't have to watch any of these. Just, just check them after the fact. But, you know, the uncomfortable ones are usually the, the right side. Um, but we'll keep moving on. we got two games left. we got Vegas hosting Philly. Philly is coming off extended rest after playing on Thursday night football. The, the spread is currently Raiders minus three. And the total is 49. Uh, let's start with you, Brandon. I mean, this is a pretty easy bet for me as a Raiders fan. I'm going to go ahead and take the Raiders money line here. With, uh, I mean, now that they have a proper coach who isn't a, a racist, sexist, uh, mm. you know, all around. We, we, don't get, we don't get into politics on this show. Okay. So, all right, Chris B- Craig Biziacci, the Paisan, is going to go ahead. He's going to go out to uh, Philly. They're in Philly? No, in, in Vegas, good. but also we got, we got oh, to even better. Even better. Can we do? Are we doing money line with a favorite? I think you might have to lay the three points if you don't mind. Fine, I'll take the three points. It doesn't matter the number. I'm going with the Raiders here. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Very easy. Mike, what do you got? Surprising? Were you surprised last week with how they responded to it? Or yes, I was. Well, I BJ, were you? No, you always bet a team that has a new coach coming in. I mean, that's a, that's one of the. The Ten Commandments yeah, but that, that, that's, what the, that's what the old coach gets fired. Well, he was yeah, fired. Well, he right? pretty much got fired. He, he resigned, quote unquote. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I normally agree with you. I'm all over that, but but it seemed like a weird situation. But you think did. he actually? You think Mark Davis actually? You know, he actually resigned. No, Mark Davis told him, "Like, dude, you're out of here. Like, we're gonna give you like 25, 30 million. Just fucking beat it." Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm this is my last pick here. This is my fifth pick, right? I'm taking the over here. The Raiders looked like they didn't give a shit last week on offense in a good way. They were just fucking chucking that thing around. Derek Carr, I think, had 17 completions, but he had almost 300 yards. He might be the only quarterback in the league that like does that little like just throw it completely off your back foot straight up in the air and it works every time to rugs. I don't. Yeah, it does. Every time. I don't know how it works every time. I don't know why teams are still playing cover zero against them, but they are. Um, so, you know, they're playing that kind of that free flowing. Fuck it. Let's just score points. Uh, so I think they're going to continue to do that at home now against the Eagles. 
The Eagles, I think they're in a very, very pass-happy offense for some weird, stupid reason. The Raiders' pass defense is not that good. I think – I mean, I have Miles Sanders on my fantasy team. The guy has one carry in the first half every fucking game. They're not running the ball, so I think that's good for the over. I think these two teams can score points, so I am taking the over there as my fifth pick. Yeah, so I'm leading Philly here. I think we're going to see a three and a half pop back up. Uh, the reasoning behind that is I, I think the last week was very emotional for the Raiders. I think they – we didn't know which way it was going to go. It could have went either way. I think they went in a positive way, and, and they played hard. I just don't know, like, what the hell – like, as far as the identity now, I don't know. Gruden was the play caller, correct? Yeah, he was. I'm always sure. Yeah, so I – He was know, at least I, early on in his, in his Raiders. I don't know if they, like, stripped him of it, but I doubt it since he's got more power than fucking Mark Davis. <laughs> Right. So, so um, that would be so funny if he was up in like the owner's booth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think it was very uh, an emotional game for them. I think they're going to kind of come back to, to down to earth now. Uh, don't I, I have to imagine they were scrambling this week now trying to figure out like, you know, what's the identity? Are we going to keep doing what Gruden wanted to do? Are we going to kind of go our own way? I don't know how those combos are going. Philly with extended an extended week to prepare, catching more than a field goal. And I would say these teams are pretty even, in my opinion. Um, so if you're going to give me more than a field goal with everything going on now, uh, extended week to prepare. Uh, however, Hurts does not look great. And, and that Vegas defense is actually at, above average to this point. It's not, all, it's not as bad. It's not as bad as everyone right. seems to be. Honestly. Right. And the uh, thing I, is, the Raiders, we're constantly this – is, this is business as usual for the Raiders. We're constantly scrambling. The organization is always in disarray. It's just, right. Firing a coach is not, you know, nothing new right. in the middle of the season. Right. right. No, I, I would agree with that. Uh, I just think uh, this line's a little inflated after last week. I think um, they shouldn't be laying more than a field goal right now against anyone. And um, I think Philly C-Mac to, to your Miles Sanders – point I, I think they get back to running the ball because the one thing you can do against vegas is run the ball against them so i think uh they go heavy ground and pound this week they grind it out it's a close game i think vegas still squeaks it out but if i can grab that three and a half i'll, I'll be grabbing that this week bro i pray they start grounding and pounding i pray i won't believe it until i see it surrounds an idiot if there was one week to do it it's this one but who knows but uh, finally, we'll wrap it up here. Monday Night Football, we got Seattle hosting New Orleans. New Orleans coming off a bye. Sean Payton said, Jameis, enough is enough. Stop fucking throwing the ball downfield. <laughs> please, <laughs> please, God. Please stop. Please stop. Like, I, I don't know why they brought him in. I am not a fan of him. But, I mean, they're three and two, trying to get it done here. They're laying five. It looks like it's ticking down to four and a half across the, uh, the board. Uh, total of 43. C-Mac, let's start with you here. Uh, what do you got, if anything? I don't have much here. I just think it is so fucking funny that everyone's calling Jamal Adams Blitz Boy. I think that's the funniest <laughs> fucking nickname. Uh, I don't really have much here. I don't. I don't trust Jameis. I mean, you're right. He, I mean, he's bad, and he is. He is probably the complete complete opposite of what Sean Payton wants in a quarterback, which just makes that marriage <laughs> so much funnier. Yeah. I, 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 Think about Drew Brees and Sean Payton, right? Short, intermediate passes. Everything's accurate. You're really not taking risks. Jamie's comes in. He, he's just so weird and just loves taking shots for absolutely no reason. So, I, I, I mean, that's a big number on the road against Seattle. I know Seattle's awful and Geno's still in there, but I would lean Seattle here, but I am staying far away from this game. Yeah. Uh, what did I just say earlier about when a coach comes out and pretty much says they do not want their quarterback throwing the ball? They want to get back to the run game. I'm taking the under. You got Geno Smith on one side, who I am pulling for him, which I did not expect as a Jets fan. I, I Dude, the Jets have their really first any, round pick. We need them to lose so we can fuck I never up really had first any, round pick. Never had really any issues with Geno. Um, he's also a guy, I, I, like I said, I liked him last week. It's just the Pats killed me, so I didn't bet them. But um, he's a guy who always took, like, playing football very serious, if that makes sense. Like, some guys, like Mitch Trubisky, are kind of like, you know, it's just an occupation. He's trying to party on the weekends. Gino was a guy who kind of, like, lived football. So you kind of knew he was probably sitting there behind Russell Wilson at practice just fucking grinding. <laughs> like, yeah. like, grinding like he's still trying to, you know, got a chance to make him the league. And, and he looked decent, decent enough last week. Uh, however... And two teams who have publicly said they just want to run the ball. That's all they want to do. They, 
one, one coach actually yelled at his quarterback for throwing the ball down the field. So I'm going to take the under here. Uh, the West Coast, like we talked about earlier, might be getting some bad weather. So if that even happens, oh, man, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll grab that under 43 and a half because it'll get ugly. But, uh, yeah, I'm on the under there. But um, I guess overall, so just to recap here, BJ, you gave your five picks right there. C-Mac, you – so pretty much any bet you've had uh, – let me write these. Let me, let's recap here. BJ, go through your, uh, your five again. Uh, my pick for this game is the over. So over 43, I think that number is super, super low for these two teams. So I'm just going to get that one down. I got Jets over 42 and a half or whatever you have, 43. Uh, Rams over 50. Panthers minus three. And Raiders minus three. Okay. My bad. I forgot that you didn't even give your take on that final game. Um, yeah, yeah. Four, over 40. Three. Okay, so I got Carolina minus three. I got Jets over 42 and a half. I got New Orleans over 43. Uh, you're basically just banking on uh, both All overs. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Low total there, which is fair. Rams over 50. And what was the final one? The fifth one? Raiders. Raiders minus three. Raiders. Raiders with the spread, yeah. Cool. And C Matt, can you, right. can you uh, recap yours? No. I completely okay. forgot what I took. Um, under um, under Browns. Atlanta, Jets under. Vegas over. Um, yeah. Dude, are the Seahawks, they're on back-to-back Monday night games? No, they that was Sunday, Sunday night. night last week. Oh, it was Sunday night. It was Sunday night. Yeah, which I think the, the Bills did, you, did the same shit too, right? Bills like yeah, they, they, they try to do that Monday to Sunday night or Sunday Monday night. I get confused about Texas time over here, my bad. <laughs> dude, we have to talk about – I have no idea what you're doing in Texas, so I'm, I'm interested to hear that. <laughs> so, <man>. But <laughs> – I'm on the Giants. Everything's bigger in Texas. Uh, yeah. I'm on the Giants first half under Getting 21. I'm on Kansas City minus five and a half. I'm on New Orleans under 43. And then I will take Philly plus three. And then for my last play here, give me bah, 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 bah. I don't have a fifth one picked out just yet, but I will be taking I don't want to San Fran. Are you taking San Fran C-Mac? I'm not sure what I want to do here. I, I will. I probably will be later in the week. You know what? Give me Washington plus. Ah, God, fuck. I don't want this to count against our record, which sucks. Give me Miami. Fuck it. I'm going to fade C-Mac. Oh, come Miami on. Miami plus two and a half. Um, try to fade that uh, narrative. I can't believe we weren't on the Raiders last week. Perfect opportunity to fade that narrative after the line moved fucking four points. Um. Got to be better than that, but uh, I guess any closing thoughts here? No. Nope. Silence means Let's go Raiders. Let's go Raiders. Um, all right, so the the thing here is BJ, about the Raiders. BJ, if you do better than us two, you will be on next week. Uh, rain, Still rain up. or sunshine, flood or no flood, and um, <laughs> you get a sick T-shirt eventually. Whenever this damn thing comes in. Yeah. But if worst. not, then you're worse than Dave, and you're never allowed back on. Dude, that's fine. <laughs> Damn, that backfires. <laughs> Shit. I didn't even want to do this in the first place. Um, and once again, this is a, this is a call to anyone who listens to this. Any any of the thirty of you who want to come on, you just got to reach out. You will you'll be on. Uh, we have a long list right now of I think one other person waiting to come on. So um, yeah, if Someone tells you doesn't get it done. Yeah, Dave, come back on. <laughs> just throw that at the end of the episode. No one, no one's made it past like ten minutes. God bless them. Cool. We really got to get the supply chain uh, figured out so we can get those t-shirts for Dave. Yeah. yeah also, uh, throw that in at the end too. See, uh, Manic ordered these shirts, <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, well, all right." I figured I, I, I got to Venmo, Venmo him for them recently. I'm like, "How much?" Did they cost? Think that he, you know, oh my God. a couple of dollars a shirt in bulk. No. And he tells me they cost $25 a pop. Yeah, I, I could have seen this company. You should have you should have came to me to make you know I got a guy. We're gonna you we're have gonna a t-shirt guy podcast. Yeah, I got a guy. Oh my God. Oh. How many did you she want me to, to fucking buy, Foley? How many did you buy? <laughs> I just bought six to start because we can't even get a fucking third <laughs> guest lined up. Yeah. <laughs> 
Pete, 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 what are we going to do? Boxes. You want me to buy fucking 50? I'm just going to 50 t-shirts here. No, Dude, that's what I That's what I did. I bought like 50. Now I'm oh using them to clean my car. <laughs> now we're, oh my God. I should have went to the mall and had the guy with the graffiti style. <laughs> <laughs> Could have got a plain white hoodie with hoodie to spread on the front and graffiti. Oh um, my God. Word. All right. Turn us off. All right. Thanks for joining us, Brando. Uh, it's a pleasure. Good luck to you. Good luck to you, Foley. And let's have another winning week here. All right. Safe at last, do 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 do